Hey y'all, and welcome to Write Together, episode four. It's me, your host, as always, David, but you can call me Dave. How are you? Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. So guys, I do have some news, some bad news. Um, It looks like I will not be submitting to the BBC's bursary comedy script competition this year. Uh, There is still a chance, uh, but basically last night, final draft just crapped out on me. Couldn't get my script to to open, uh, to work on it. Um, So what I ended up doing, I switched over to Writer Duet. Uh, Side note, Writer Duet Writer Duet is a web-based script writing program. um, And it has a free version that you can just use. Um, and it's really really good in fact I found it so good that within sort of 45 minutes I'd already upgraded to to a pro account Um, and that's not a plug by the way it was really that good just go give it a try for yourself I I really really liked it but um, with the time left I I just don't see that what I would submit if I finish in time because I will have rushed it because I'm having to transcribe from page one I can't I can't um, import the final draft file into Writer Duet. Normally, you would be able to do that, but whatever corruption has happened with my current FDX file has really, really screwed it up. So I can't, you know, import that into Writer Duet. So with the time left, you know, what I would end up submit submitting, I just feel because I would have rushed it, it, it wouldn't really be any good, or at least not good enough um for the competition and to be honest you know i'm not about entering screenwriting competitions just for the sake of it i am out here trying to build a career um and actually win or at least you know top three top ten at least show you know progression and 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 kind of prove to myself mainly that i'm capable of writing uh be it screenplays or 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 even novels so yeah that sucks um i am still going to finish this script because i am in love with the idea and i will produce a series bible so it's all ready to go should i ever want to enter another competition which uh which we will come to in a minute because that is going to be the topic of this podcast today um but yeah, I, 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 I don't want to get to the point where there's a script competition coming up that I do want to enter and I haven't got anything brand new ready to submit. So I'm going to finish this current script, write the series Bible, the series development plan as the BBC calls it, and kind of have that in reserve um, for the future. So, for today's podcast, what are we going to do? We are going to be focusing almost exclusively on screenplays today. I will be doing a book writing specific podcast down the line too. Uh, So that's novels, uh, novellas, short stories, all that sort of stuff. Uh, But today we're looking at screenplays and specifically screenplay competitions. Because here's the thing. There are a lot, a lot of screenplay uh, competitions out there um, they take your money 
you submit your scripts and cross your fingers for a high numbered finish or even holy shit a win but i've got some bad news almost almost all screenplay competitions are useless in terms of using them to attract representation which is pretty much why any screenwriter enters these things you know they do well in a competition and they get a bunch of managers looking to help run things for them for a cut of course for a percentage but the truth is is that is rare that only happens when either a the script is so good that only a manager who had just hit his head and suffered concussion would not be after the writer for or b you enter the right competition with a kick-ass script and place highly then you may find yourself suddenly the hottest writing property in town for a while but it is rare and the, and the truth of it is there are a scant few competitions that are really really worth entering and that and as far as i'm concerned you can safely ignore the rest the vast majority what they'll do is they will charge you an entrance fee a lot of times that entrance fee is pretty high um and even if you win the whole thing finishing in first place what do you get normally literally nothing except the ability to say i won the romford film society's original screenplay competition look sometimes if you're lucky there may be a cash prize but it won't be a lot and i promise you you won't have any potential reps knocking down your door okay and and you didn't enter that competition for the cash prize i mean maybe you did but most people looking to build a career uh especially in the us uh where people are looking to get into writers rooms um so that they can eventually you know pitch and film a pilot and, and what have you especially in that environment um they're not looking at the cash prize they're looking at placing highly in a prestigious screenplay competition so that they can get representation and start getting their scripts in front of the right people uh so yeah there may be a cash prize but it won't be a lot and as i say i promise you you won't have any potential reps knocking down your door and i know this because i've heard the story over and over again from really good screenwriters who have entered and won these sorts of competitions time and again and came away essentially with a few kind words and empty hands now look i realize that that is a lot of negativity i realize that and if there is some janky competition out there that you want to enter and if the entrance fee isn't too high and you just kind of want to see how you stack up against the local competition go right ahead and do it just don't get yourself into debt entering a competition um that isn't going to lead anywhere even if you win it so what we're going to do now for the rest of the podcast is we're actually going to go through uh what i consider and what i think most people consider are the the screenplay competitions to enter these are the ones these are the gold standard these are the ones you want to win or place highly in if you win or place highly in these competitions then if everything after that goes well you could find yourself with a very successful career so 
why don't we start with the creme de la creme of screenwriting competitions it is of course the nickel award so it's the nickel fellowships in screenwriting a um, little bit of history so the uh it, it goes back to the 80s so there was uh, a lady named g nickel she was a widow of a film producer named don nickel who worked with uh julian bolstein in the 80s uh to develop the program with the academy because the uh the the, the nickel fellowship is of course administered by the academy of motion picture arts and sciences now there are winners of this particular competition that have gone on to be nominated for an academy award uh, and that was Susanna Grant who won the award in 1992 or rather won the competition in 1992 and then was nominated for an Academy Award for the, for the screenplay for Erin Brockovich um, just having a look at the history of the award uh, as of 2013 17 winning scripts have later been produced and this is the top rated screenplay competition there is and even there only 17 of the actual winning scripts have been produced so what that shows you is that even if you go on to win what is considered the top awards the top uh competition when it comes to screenplays there is no guarantee that the screenplay you write will actually be produced what these awards are about is identifying writing talent. So you may very well write a script that wins that competition, but that script, after you've won that competition, will never see the light of day again because you will get signed by a, a rep or a manager or an agent um, and you'll get shopped around studios and uh, production companies and things of this nature. And what happens then is, is they ask you, what else have you got? You know? Uh, the golden rule is always if you're going in to pitch uh, a script, you always got to have another script in your back pocket because they're always going to ask you, what else have you got? So even if you've won this prestigious award, um, and you've gone out and you've got yourself that representation and they've gone with you to these meetings with these studios execs or whoever um you're gonna need to come up with ideas of the caliber that won you that award in the first place to make sure that your career hits the heights that you're looking for it to hit i mean it may be a case of you win that award uh, and you go into a meeting with a with a with a showrunner for a show that's maybe already on the air and they want you to come into the writers room and they want you to learn you know the system that way and then you graduate from there to maybe one day uh, you know being a showrunner yourself or perhaps you know you want to write uh, feature films that's a whole nother ball game because then you're dealing with uh, you know studio heads and directors and and people of that nature so even winning this highly prestigious awards um is no guarantee 
that you're going to get something produced. I will say, for being such a highly regarded um, award, it is not something that is like really, um, you know, it, it, the, the, the bar to entry is not too high. Okay, because they don't charge you an extortionate entry fee um, or anything like that. I mean, I'll, I'll go through with you know the um, the entries uh, fees with you and what exactly you get out of um, the Nickel Fellowship. So, first thing to say, it's generally regarded as one of the top three best screenwriting contests in the world, and we will get to the other two in a bit. Um, up to five writers each win $35,000 fellowships from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Um, I have seen people say that the award tends to uh, sort of um, prioritize or favor dramas. But regardless, if you place highly in this competition, um, you will get a lot of industry heat like people will be on you because they will see you as the next best uh, the next big thing in terms of screenwriting so just looking at the entry fees from this year um so the way they do it is they have like an early regular and late entry fee um and it's really not that uh expensive to enter so if you um if you enter early, you're paying $45. If you enter uh, during the regular entry period, it's $60. And if you enter late, uh, it's an $85 entry fee. So it's not that much money. Um, but you've also got to balance that against the fact that at that rate, a lot of people are going to be entering. So your script is going to have to be just top notch. It's going to have to be... I mean, I personally, if I were looking to enter Nickel, which I might, I would be spending a year to 18 months working on this script uh, just to make sure that I have the best chance possible of placing um, or of getting one of those top five spots. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the one to enter if you're going to enter anyone at all. Um most recent winners of the award so we can have a look at that i mean you've got last year's winners were aaron chung for the scripts for princess vietnam you've got karen mcdermott for lullabies of la yaula uh renee pillay for boy with kite sean malcolm with mother and walter mcknight for street rat alley punches her ticket now i'd have to double check but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, as good as these scripts probably were, they didn't get produced. Because as I've said, they're not looking really to produce the scripts that you submit. They're just looking to identify your talent and then have a manager, an agent, whatever, acquire you and shop you around. That's what it's all about. That's the name of the game. So that's the Nickel Fellowship. That's the creme de la creme, as I said, of screenwriting contests. But another big one, and one that a lot of people like, um, and, and kind of have, uh, I, I think people like it actually more than the Nickel, simply because it has a bit more, it, it, 
it seems more interested in a wider range of genre. Uh, I am talking, of course, about the Austin screenwriting competition. Um, basically, with Austin, what it is, it's all about creating a, a networking system for new writers uh, to further their career within the industry. Um, professionals within the industry recognize that the Austin Film Festival um, has one of the best screenplay contests in the world uh, with reps from agencies and production companies participating in the judging process so you, you in the past would have had uh, judges from places like focus features uh, lightstorm entertainment caa and others um but they have a, a, a range of things that you can enter so you can enter a feature a teleplay or even a short uh you know a short 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 film um and again entry fees are not extortionate you know early entry fee 45 dollars regular entry fee 60 dollars late entry fee 70 dollars prize wise you get a cash prize uh for narrative feature or documentary feature of two and a half thousand dollars a thousand dollar prize for a narrative short uh, Dark Matters feature, Comedy Vanguard feature, uh, $500 for a narrative student short, an animated short, or a documentary short. Um, they will reimburse up to £500 your round trip airfare to attend the Austin Film Festival because, again, the, um, the, the Austin screenwriting competition is part of the Austin Film Festival. Um, you'd receive the Austin Film Festival Typewriter Award. So uh, a nice little thing that you can sort of hang up in your house or put on a shelf somewhere. Um, and the winning films in the narrative short, documentary short and animated short categories are eligible to be nominated for an Academy Award. So again, this is one of those uh very few screenwriting competitions that i highly advise that if you've got if you think you've got the talent and you spent uh you know enough time working on that script in whichever one of the categories that you you're planning to enter go ahead and do it because the entry fees are low but the upside is just huge the potential upsides for your career because uh winning at the Austin Film Festival in any of the categories is going to get you a lot of attention. It's going to get you industry heat. It's going to have people blowing up your mobile phone. So it's it's a real good one to enter. Um, I think what we'll do today is we'll just look at the top three from my perspective and then maybe we'll do another episode uh, for more sort of uh, sort of mid-range, mid-level uh, competitions where perhaps the rewards aren't as great, but they're still really good for uh, you know reputationally, for example. So, last but certainly not least is the ScreenCraft screenplay contest. So, ScreenCraft, you, I'm sure you've heard of ScreenCraft. Um, they have a very useful website that I myself have used uh, many times just to kind of use as a resource. They have writers' summits, consulting, blogs, ebooks, tons of ebooks and e courses, that kind of thing. But the screenwriting competition that Screencraft holds um, is one of the top three um, in the industry. So let's get into what 
Screencraft offers uh, a, pers a perspective screenwriter when entering one of their contests. So, Screencraft are a little bit different. So, um, they don't do things exactly like the others. So, basically, Screencraft when taken as a whole is essentially a sort of talent discovery organization um a screenwriting talent discovery organization um and for that reason it basically has one of the most wide-ranging genre specific competitions to choose from when submitting a script so you can submit scripts in the action adventure genre the drama genre comedy horror family friendly romantic comedy uh all those sorts of things um the they have an they also hold an annual screencraft screenwriting fellowship that accepts feature film screenplays and tv pilots it's a really effective program in terms of launching careers of talented and emerging screenwriters um and if you're like me anything like me you want to win that or at least one of their <laughs> one of their uh, competitions um just to give you an idea, some of the past winners uh, at Screencraft have gone on to sign with agents at CAA, WME, UTA. They've written for Netflix, Blumhouse, CBS, Millennium Entertainment. Um, and the winners and finalists of Screencraft's competitions, they're not all just LA-based writers. They come from all over the world. Um, so in terms of deadlines and entry fees screencraft's a little bit different because they basically have ongoing competitions year round so it's really going to be a lot easier if you're interested in this is to hit up their website but i'll give you an idea so at the moment they have open competitions for um uh, an animation screenplay a drama screenplay a horror screenplay a stage play writing competition uh, and they will soon be opening uh, in August and July so in August it's the action and adventure screenplay competition and in July it's the TV pilot uh, competition later on in the year they will have a cinematic book writing competition a comedy screenplay competition a family screenplay competition um a film fund uh sci-fi and fantasy screenplay competition and of course towards the end of the year um the screencraft screenwriting fellowship to be honest out of all of these although nichols has the you know the sparkly sparkly you know look at me i want nichols i personally think screencraft um are your best bet in terms of getting uh, getting noticed because there are such a wide range of genres that you can write within and formats that you can write within so tv features shorts animation you know that sort of thing um, and also you can kind of track where their winners have gone so I'll give you a super quick example so uh, in 2018 
the second place winner in the 2018 comedy uh, competition sold a screenplay to Netflix and signed with a manager. The 2019 fellowship winner signed with a manager at think tank MGMT. Uh, you got Anna Klassen, who was a 2017 fellowship winner. She is now writing for Netflix. So these people entered in whatever genre they felt comfortable writing in. Um, they won, or in many cases, they didn't even win. They came second. Um, and they still went on to get the representation, sign with a company like Netflix. Uh, in Anna Klassen's case, she was signed to to write two feature films for Netflix. You know, she was voted onto The Blacklist, which is a, a, um, another screenwriting uh, contest, I, I suppose, that I will get into in, in, into in another episode. She signed uh, with WME. Those are her agents. These are the kinds of screenplay competitions you should be entering. Nichols, Austin, Screencrafts. Forget all the rest. Find out when the deadline is in either of these three awards. Uh, find out when their deadline is for your particular genre and get to work on that script and make it perfect and submit it and get out there and grab the world by the balls and, and make your career happen because it's not going to happen just sitting around. That's half the reason I started this podcast was to hold me accountable, but also to try and help you guys uh, with a little bit of inspiration just by telling you this stuff. You know, that it is possible to succeed. You don't need to be based in LA, you know, to to, to write. Yes, yeah, sure, it's, 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 it gives you a leg up if your career goal is to wind up in the writer's room of a network TV show. But if you want to, you know, with the rise of streaming services and everything else, it's never been less important in terms of where you physically are. Um, and that's it you know that's all I've really got to say on the subject of screenwriting competitions today I hope this has been helpful to some of you please hit me up on Twitter uh, at right together PC that's right together PC all one word uh, you can email me right with Dave at gmail.com if you want to have a chat if you're an author out there looking to maybe wants to come on and and, and uh, have a chat do an interview about your book or your plans for the future I'm open I'm ready to hear you and speaking of which I think today is a good day to announce the very first guest that we are going to be having here on right together uh, next Wednesday, so that's the 10th of June, we are going to be having the wonderful Gillian Harvey, who is the author of a recently published book called Everything is Fine. Uh, she's going to be appearing on the podcast with me to talk about her book, you know, her process, uh, hopefully how she, you know, went about getting it published, that side of things, you know, the everything you know away from the actual writing of the novel i'm really looking forward to speaking with her um and i hope you guys will tune in um uh to, to, to hear what she has to say uh you can follow her on twitter at uh jill plus five at f i v e not the number five and i'm gonna let you all go 
This has been the longest podcast to date, coming in at almost half an hour. Uh, I hope you guys like the longer format. Um, I've enjoyed it, and I hope you guys have a have a have a great rest of your evening. Uh, I'm off to enjoy watching some Netflix. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm gonna write. I am going to write. That's what I'm gonna do because that's all I should ever be doing. I need to write. Let me get on to write a duet. Finish up this script. Good luck to you out there. I hope. I, I really, really hope that if even one person listens to this podcast and hears me talk about these, in particular, these three competitions and enters them and wins one or places top five or whatever and gets a manager and builds a career, that would make, I would be so happy for them. Um, and it's what I'm aiming to achieve too. And we're all doing this together. Last thing, a little bit of housekeeping. I just want to get out of the way. So when I came up with the name for the podcast, Right Together, I had absolutely no idea that there was already a uh, an existing uh, website called Right Together. Um, who do kind of a similar thing to what I'm doing so they don't do podcasts but the whole idea of the website is that it kind of holds you as a writer accountable um so you set a you know you set yourself a set number of words per day to write and you get reminders and all this sorts of things and you've got a community of writers who are there to support each other um so uh first thing just want to say thank you to um the admins over at writetogether.space that's writetogether.space for being cool with me using write together for my podcast um and i am now in fact using the writetogether.com space website as another accountability tool for myself um so check those guys out they're doing really great things over there too um and that's about it that's me signing off i hope you guys have a great night and i will speak to you the next time i do a podcast have a good one guys